This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is an RNZ podcast. I was just having a little bit of a rant and a rave about how Tano has been a little bit strange because I, I came in for a resupply day to on um, Tuesday, hitchhiked off the trail, and uh, and then you call, of course you have to hitchhike back to where you start the trail again. So I started out this morning, my hiking poles, realizing my hiker poles are gone. They were there at the at the YHA, but. Someone has walked away with them, which is kind of crap. So I start hitching, feeling a little bit sort of down in a sense, and I get a ride. And it's a young German guy who I'd seen in the garage um, at the service station. And he, uh, no, there's no way you look 19, Lewis. You're 19. I am. I am 19, yeah. Um, so you're doing this gap year gig. Yeah, I got a gap year. I was in Australia for five months, and now I got a month in New Zealand. And I'm enjoying it at its fullest. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I just I just came from the Kepler track four days, and yeah, I met Bruce at the gas station, and then went shopping. After shopping, I went to the um, Mavura Mavura Lakes. Right. Yeah, and I saw Bruce on the street and thought, yeah, I'll pick him up. <laughs> so, which is very very cool. And now you um. Just a little insight, because I've talked about the gap year with uh, the German students or, or young Germans who I've met on the trail who are in their gap year. Yeah, most of young guys and girls like me say, yeah, I got a, I got a free year. I just Some people do some social work. They get into, I don't know, nurseries or stuff like yeah. that. And other people travel, do a, do, a, do a world travel, go to Australia and New Zealand and all that stuff like meeting you for example and you just you always got new input you always meet new people and 
I just this is this was the first time I started making plans for my life, like really to think about what's going to happen in the next three years, five years, or even ten years, and start to think about what do I really want to study, what do I want to do in my life, do I want to spend my life in an office or yeah I don't know in 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 the world with people thinking about everything, and you can do that quite well when you're just going on a hike for four days yeah. or just be by yourself this whole time cool man oh well oh well <laughs> you kind of knew this new tarot was not going to let up that's why I coined those three words relentless brutal and majestic except today oh this bird oi speak up There's a bird twittering away in the background. That's about as close as we get to majesty today. This, uh, uh, Southland, I'm over you. I'm going to prejudge you. You are the winner of the least enjoyable section of Tauraroa. So it's a victory, but it's a victory of the least enjoyable section. This, These marshlands, these what I call bog, just walking for hours through this sponge and then every now and then just sinking down up over your boots and it's just horrible especially when it's been raining like it has so I'm absolutely soaked and I've got a little bit to go just hoping hoping this Aparima hut has a fireplace and some firewood because I want to get dried out a bit with my clothing and gear for tomorrow. Got about four more days and then I'm going to get through to Owaka. This is just, it's ugly. Whoa, now third time I've um, crossed paths with this young man, Ed. And now we are under these extremely interesting circumstances <laughs> I'm, I get to this hut called Aparima Hut in the Takatimu Forest in Southland yesterday and it was a crap day just in terms of the experience of tramping it was through this what they call marshland which is basically bog and sometimes you go in up to the mid calf if you step you, you just cannot avoid it you're under chest high tussock hip-high tussock, chest-high tussock, you don't know what's underneath. Mm. You're stepping forward. You can break your leg so freaking easily in that stuff. And then I hear a, woo, <laughs> at about five o'clock. I look around, and there is one drenched head. <laughs> I uh, I think the woo was, was partly from seeing you and then seeing the smoke rising from the chimney and re realising that I'd actually be able to get warm for the first time that day. That was uh, that was a blessing for sure. It was a brutal day. It snuck up on you that cold mm. too, didn't it? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't nice. That's that's why I'm still in my shorts as well because I'd been just I'd been hammering along and been going through the the beach forest, and then uh, you get onto the open tussock, and I wasn't it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too wet. But the problem is, is every time you went through the tussock, 
you just get drenched by all the residual water that was sat on it. So yeah, it was like yeah. it was like dropping into almost ice cold water every time you brushed against a tussock. No, not the tussock. And you had those little break holes where someone's foot had gone in and scratched like, I don't know, six inches deep into the mud and just left these little potholes all through the tussock that you couldn't see until you got to them. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden you'd step and your foot would just drop an extra six inches or it would twist around or, ah, oh, it was pretty, pretty horrible going. Still in this bloody, oh, this Southland marsh stuff is crap in the wet. It's just ugly. So yeah, I'm not in high spirits today. I have to make myself do this every single step of the moment. There's no joy in it. This is just slog. Oh, it's horrible. Ah. 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 Frustration. Frustration. Bloody hell. Okay. Stop whinging, Bruce. Your choice to be here. Get on with it. That was a pretty momentous moment yesterday, <laughs> wasn't it, Isaac? Like, we're now... Uh, what's this hut again? Uh, the... Uh, um, Apirama Apirama Aparima Aparima hut um, just after Teano uh, and we I turn up here um, I'm with um, uh, Ed yeah. from the UK and we're thinking oh, well this is it this is us for the day you turn up on a we had a lay day yesterday because it was so miserable you guys turn up and then tell us what, who, you, who you're waiting for. So we were waiting an- anxiously <laughs> for our food for the next four days and for the lovely Judith, of course. And as soon as we saw her on the horizon, we burst open the doors, shouted, Judith, oh, what a miracle, we can eat. And I immediately jumped into our reserve supplies because I knew we wouldn't have to I eat them. I saw you chowing down that muesli, that bag of muesli, like big time. <laughs> now, Judith, what was that experience? You were in Wellington and then in the same day you were here and it was miserable yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel like I was just working the day before, but um, yeah, I managed to hitchhike from Queenstown down to the start of the track, so it was great having a wow. generous person give me a ride there, so... So, yeah. so you had a two-hour um, lug-in here oh, from man. once you got to the trailhead through that because it was really, it was not a pleasant mm. day yesterday, was it? No, it was, yeah, just a bit drizzly and at least I started after the worst of the rain. So. Now, is that what you call love or what? <laughs> like, that's, yeah. you do that for your sister and, and your brother-in-law? Are you yeah. guys here? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You are a hero, yeah, Judith. I didn't, didn't want them to starve. <laughs> <laughs> you are the <laughs> ultimate trail angel, man. True. This could very well be yet another in the series of This could be the last time I gather water from a creek for to cook my meal this evening. And because I'm in a, on a, a working farm, and I've seen a fair bit of cow crap around here in Southland. It's unbelievable. It's a big, Southland is like a, a big sponge. The big, sort of, there's masses of wetland. And unfortunately, 
all around a lot of that wetland you see masses of cow crap and that must wash down into the creeks that must even though the water looks fantastic there's got to be a lot of residual from those cow craps in there all right but here's what it sounds like when you come down to creek to gather your water for the evening pretty bloody nice really What are those birds? Like paradise ducks. Paradise ducks, they are the paradise ducks. I've been coming across them all the way down the track. They make a good noise, don't they? Mm. Isn't that right, Joe? I'm sitting here at Birchwood. This is this called Birchwood Station, Sarah? Mm -hmm. So the amazing Sarah and Dean. And as I've come down the the trail, oh and here comes Lex on his bike down the drive. How old's Lex? He's two and a half. And Joe is? Uh, eight months. And you are? 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are they your ducks, Lex? Oh, what? Oh, where's Dada? He's in the yards. So this couple, man, as if they haven't, as you can hear, they've got two little kids and they've opened up their shearers' quarters for TA trampers. Um, does it not clash with, with any of the shearing? Activity. No, we use local shearers now, so they don't. They come. They arrive every day. Because that's it, man. Last night you rock up. Shame. You rock up in your wagon. You've been to town. You've cooked this amazing meal. What was that? What 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 do they call? What do you call it? The chicken. Yeah. Oh, it was just wrapped in bacon yeah, and. Bacon. So you you rock up in your wagon, <laughs> outside the shearers' quarters here. And Joe's on your front. You've got him in a, attached to you on the front. Yep. Lex comes in. He's just such a cool little kid, bubbly as, and inquisitive and chatty and everything. And and yet there's these two meals on plates in the back of the wagon. <laughs> it's just unbelievable to see that. It's uh, I I cannot believe. How, what's the most you, number of people you've had here? We have had twenty in one night. How many of them asked for a meal? I cooked all of them a meal. You cooked all 20 a meal that yeah. night? Yeah, well, it was a storm and I felt so bad and it was snowing. It was the 20th, maybe the 19th of January last year, so not this year, last year. Um, and it was just terrible. So we just invited everybody in and everyone got a shower and we got all their gear dry and we cooked them food and cake. Whoa. So yeah, it was. Get out of here. It was it's, very full. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of What's This Sound? Okay, folks. With your host, Bruce Hopkins. Oh, that's me. Thank you very much. Right here, folks. What's this sound? And now let's double up the odds. Double up the, uh, double up the ante. What's this sound?
Well, for the first one, those of you who said, that sounds like Fovo Strait pounding in onto the pebbled beach of Colic Bay, then give yourselves a big pat on the back because you got that right. Now for the second sound, that sounds like a two-legged biped, which is what a biped is, walking with a piece of timber as a hiking stick because the hiking poles got somehow disappeared at the YHA in Taano, walking on the pebbled beach upon which the Fobo Strait oceans, seas, waters, waves are pounding. Then you would have been correct as well. Double up for you. You win double what the other ones won. Which I can't remember how much you won. But you won something. Well done. Shut up. The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. That's me. The executive producer is Tim Watkin. The engineer is Jeremy Ansell. You can subscribe to every episode of the Long Way Home podcast at Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. Now, the next episode of The Long Way Home is also the last, or at least we think it is. As Bruce says, you can assume nothing when you're talking about Te Araroa. But all going well, in the next episode, Bruce will be walking to the bluff signpost. He will be catching a ferry and finishing his very, very long walk, taking his father and brother's ashes home to Rakiura, Stewart Island. And we will be there, signing off with him on this podcast series. So, in the meantime, Bruce is on Twitter, at Bruce Hop, if you want to send him messages of support. Or you can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. So, until next time, and we think the last time, this is The Long Way Home. Whenua, whakapapa, Fano. Follow us. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.